Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I am the Ben to his Jerry, Michael Howard. We taste good, buddy. We taste good and we're fucking frozen. So frozen. Just a bunch of creamy delight, though. Yeah. yeah. Creamy delight with like some... What's your favorite one? Froyo. No. <laughs> Jesus, that's the worst. I know. Um, <laughs> I like anything I'll- with like... Like gobs of of chocolate and brownies and whatnot. I will say I do like the Americone Dream Ooh, a lot. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say my favorite ice cream flavor is butter pecan, uh, but I don't think Ben and Jerry's actually makes one of those, or if they do, it's not good. So they probably do. I think that one's a little too. Uh, I'm gonna say it a little too vanilla <laughs> for them, which seems odd, but. <laughs> You know, normally they have like chocolate covered potato chips and marshmallow swirl and caramel jammed up in there. Waffle cone pieces. Yeah. Butter pecan's pretty, I don't know, it's tame. But they have cherry Garcia, which is just like chocolate covered cherries. Yeah, but still, that's, that's, there's some sex appeal to the Mm, chocolate covered cherry. Not a lot of pecan seems like something that old people eat. Right. Ben and Jerry's a very progressive, pushing the envelope kind of company, Mm -hmm, Michael. mm -hmm. They're not, they don't have time for simple treats like your boy. They're going to leave that to Bluebell or Mayfield. Is that a company? Edie's. Edie's. Briars. Yeah, Briars. Briars shit right yeah. there. Yeah, fuck off, yeah. Briars. Yeah. Yeah, really. But hey, I need my fix. <laughs> so how you Butter doing, pecan. buddy? How you, you staying, um, you staying warm? Uh, I'm trying to. It was, I, I know this means nothing to you because you're in the negatives right now, but it was 13 degrees here in Atlanta last night and that shit don't stand because it was 81 degrees when I left Florida, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then I got back, and it was 39, and then it got colder. I'm not built for it. Yeah, my, uh, you know, my sister and my brother-in-law were heading up to to ATL for the UCF game. UCF football, yeah, good nights, charge on and whatnot. They checked the weather and. Um, they saw how cold it was going to be, and they were like, "We need clothes immediately. We're going to die." Mm-hmm. So, I mean, good thing the game was in a dome. Mm-hmm. It's true. So, to a dome I have not been to yet. It That's looks sexy. It looks magnificent. It does look pretty cool. Big old butthole that opens up on the roof. That's pretty neat. Yeah, I think you called it Megatron's butthole. Um, yeah, at some I point. might have been a little more blue about it, but yeah. <laughs> Speaking speaking of, of buttholes, though, this is what somebody got me for Christmas. Just it's, a book called Assholes, a, book called a theory. Assholes, and I'm, I'm kind of excited about it. It's a theory about why people are the way they are. Huh. Uh-huh. Is it just because we're bad? We're, everyone's just bad. Yeah, I assume. I assume that it just, it's just 400 pages of saying um, we're bad. We're very bad people, and that's why we're all assholes. Hmm. It does say a theory, so a theory about why people are assholes. Okay, I'm. Let me report back on your findings. Yeah, yeah I will. We'll do Thank a book you. report. Well, Michael, I, I, we haven't said it yet. Happy New Year, my Happy friend. Happy New Year. Yeah, we, uh, we skipped a week because I think we both got drunk. And I'll be honest with you, this show is predicated on us reading the news. Yeah, and I have to report that I took about ten days. Of only checking Twitter to read video game news. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's I did not. fucking it. I did not read any news. Yeah. I read, the, the only I the only thing I saw in the news was that Donald Trump was flying into West Palm Beach where my parents live. So I got mad about that for about seven minutes. And then I went and played <laughs> soccer with my friend. And then I didn't check the fucking news again for 10 days. It was pretty it was great, like, wasn't it? 
Yeah, so not only did we not really have time for this show, I wouldn't have been prepared. I had nothing. I mean, are we ever really prepared? It's a great point. Um, also, who say, would have though, been listening to us? Who's like, you know what? I'm hanging out with my family. I'm eating some Christmas cookies. I, I got bowl games to watch. You know what? I'm going to take an hour to listen to these dumbasses. I actually did get one text from our friend Dave out in California saying, no new show this week. And I had to respond that, no, we fucked up. Sorry. But I'll be honest with you. I can't really think of a better way to say goodbye to the stinkier from the time sewer that was 2017 than just ignoring the end of it. Yeah. Just pretending like it didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, To be fair to you, you did text me at some point and say like twice. Yeah. Like, hey. You want to do this? And I was like, yeah, that could work. And then I decided to eat an edible and play N64 instead. And I kind of forgot about that whole thing. Checks out. I mean, to be fair, I mean, it. the text sounded like I was putting the onus on you to like, oh, Michael's got to say no, I'm high. I can't do it. I also didn't want to do the show, but I texted you and didn't include, hey, I also don't want to do the show. So it's fine if you're busy and or high. So that's on me. I should have been more upfront and honest with you about that. But I mean, Rainbow go. Road is okay. It's nearly impossible on a good day, S- a sober good day. Yeah, I, I don't even think I was on the road at any point. I imagine that driving on Rainbow Road when you're high mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is all about discovering the new roads <laughs> that you see but are not there, <laughs> and maybe Mario sees them too. Because maybe he's also high. We tried to play Goldeneye, but the... Okay, look, I loved Goldeneye. It will always hold a special place in my heart. But the graphics... Slappers only. The graphics are so bad, it gave me a headache. And it made me want to throw up. And, yeah, I I haven't played the N64 in a while because we got rid of mine, sadly. uh, Probably when I was... Before I went to college. But... I remember opening that thing and like plugging Goldeneye in with like my cousins and my siblings and like being blown away by the polygons. It's <laughs> like, whoa, look at this future tech. Whoa, it I actually can see Pierce looks, Brosnan. Looks like Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. It's bad. How dumb were we back then? Very, God, very so stupid in the 90s. Mm-hmm. I was such a dumb nine year old. Shit. Well, Michael, what do you got for me in this 2018? We're turning things around. It's a brand new year. Turning over new leaf. Bright sun rising. Pretty bad out there, huh? Uh, I mean, it's it's not good. No. It's not The first good. story I saw today on Twitter, which is when I checked back in because I had to go back to work. So it's like, okay, Twitter. Um, was about some YouTube star filming a dead body. Oh, yeah. The, I, uh. the Japanese Aoki Gahara Forest. And no. She's like, okay, we did it. We're we're back. Yeah, it didn't even take it didn't even take like an hour. I think no, no. I like, literally I got to work. I was like, oh, okay, everything's bad again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good. Um, <laughs> so I had to do a funny little little tweet from NBC News Health that um, it's, an, it's NBC News Health. Yeah, NBC News Health. Okay, uh, it's a it's a very old tweet, but somebody so linked it just on, get off Twitter for your health. <laughs> somebody linked it on on uh, on Reddit. So do you know how they always talk about those laundry pods and how dangerous they are for kids because they kind of look like candy? Yeah. Um, well, it turns out that apparently more adults have actually died from eating the laundry pods than kids. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Why? Um, I don't know. Like I said, it was. <laughs> I assume it's like it's like the cinnamon challenge. <laughs> <laughs> or 
Or maybe just bad breath. Oh, you know what makes my clothes smell better? Tide Pods. <laughs> just pop just pop one of these bad boys in. Um, okay, so that's correlated with another story. I don't know. I didn't hear the first part about that, but I think my sister offhandedly mentioned that Tide also just introduced a green apple Tide Pod, which seems like they're just inviting people to eat them. Why would you want your clothes to be washed in green apple? I mean, I guess people like that very sweet stank, sour stank, but not me. <laughs> not this guy. So, uh, so th- there's only been six adults over the past five years that have died as a result of ingesting the pods, but only two children. So it's another one of those things where people just freak out about bullshit that doesn't actually happen or exist. Yeah, and I mean, I would. this man would argue that anyone who, if it's that little... You probably had it coming. Kids, maybe not so much, but like I ha- I've had my mouth washed out with soap before. Yeah. Like most kids, they put that in their mouth. They chomp down on that bad boy. They're going to taste soap and spit it out real good, real fast. An adult has to go through that consciously. <laughs> An adult makes a decision to chow down on a soapy pod. <laughs> oh, OK. Now I feel bad. Uh Oh, what'd you do? Apparent. Apparently, uh. It doesn't say how many of the six adults, but it does say that they pose a danger to adults with dementia. Okay, I am just finding out that uh, the green apple or sour apple pods was the onion. So we're good. (laughs) (laughs) And it actually, so I actually clicked on the link and this is, Michael, this tells you how how off my game I am. I'm taking a week off of this show. I clicked the link, saw it, scrolled down. Saw a video for the Onion Sport Network, scrolled back up to look at the the, the story, read the quote, <laughs> quote, the multi-chamber design keeps the key ingredients of detergent, color protector, and a bubblegum center separated until the pod dissolves in the wash. It's like a trip to the laundromat and the candy store all at once. I read that. I was like, man, they're really, this is bad. And then I scrolled up and I was like, oh yeah, The Onion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it took me mm-hmm. that much to figure this out. So we're, we're doing well already in 2018. I mean, yeah, we're one for one. Mm-hmm, we're killing mm-hmm. it. Maybe people just think that they're gushers? Maybe. Do you remember? I mean, or like a, a nice, uh, nice Jolly Rancher. Do gushers still exist? Yeah, oh, okay. for sure. Okay. Juicy. <laughs> God. Um, so I did find a tweet, uh... <laughs> It's from Latina Bonita on Twitter at, at Unlatched and just says, y'all ever get the urge to just eat a Tide Pod? And then she literally puts one in her mouth and chomps on down on it. Oh, God. And then she, she just spits it out. It does look like an adult gusher. Oh, God. And someone baked one into a pizza, much like candy corn on a DiGiorno. Sure, why not? Sure. <laughs> this is all bad. <laughs> hey, hey, Kush. Yeah. Have you ever had anything spoiled for you? Uh yeah, a couple things. How do you how do you feel about that when it happens? I have this instant of anger and aggression mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. cuz it usually happens online these days. Like I see some like stray comment or a tweet and I have this instant of just ah fuck you. Mm-hmm. And then I hit this like little secret seed of just like yes i know and then i'm looking for it so like i don't i hate it immediately i get very mad and then i'm get depending on what the spoiler is i get a little happy about yeah i'm torn i'm torn between whether it actually ruins 
the movie or not or the TV show. Like certain spoilers, yeah. If you ruin the end of a movie, like the big twist, right? Then yes. But if it's just like, oh, this character showed up and it was a surprise, like I still feel like it's pretty cool. Yeah, like I mean, if you t- if you tell me that Bruce Willis was a ghost the whole time, right? That I'm gonna be mad at you. Well, good, good job. Now you just spoiled everything. Hey, guess what? Now that one, the you didn't even statue say- of. <laughs> The statute of spoiler limitations on that one has passed. Well, you didn't say but which you, movie it was, so it literally could be any Bruce Willis movie. Uh, Die Hard. Yes. He actually was a ghost. It was a ghost. Which, pretty vengeful. Um, but, like, if you say, like, Haley Joel Osment gets really cold in one scene because a ghost is nearby, I'm not going to be mad. Like, that's... So here's the question, though. If you could undergo hypnosis to mm-hmm. remove that spoiler from your your brain memory... Yeah. Would you do it? Um, yes, 100. Well, actually, no. Spoilers, no. I will say, though. So, one, I have been hypnotized really? in a professional setting multiple times. Really? Uh, so, yes. if I if I say this is the magic word, will you turn into some kind of, like, frog or something? It's not how it works. First of all, <laughs> fuck you. It would never turn into a frog. Uh, not how hypnosis works. Well, first of all, you have to be willing to be hypnotized. Jujubes. I'm a frog. Ribbit, ribbit. <laughs> fuck you. Um... But I will spoilers probably not depending on unless it was something big. What if it but was I will to, say? What if it was to erase a, a a movie that was amazing and you wanted to see it again for the first time? That's what I was just gonna say. So there is one scene in Star Wars: The Last Jedi that I wish I could see for the first time a hundred more times mm-hmm. every day. Like of your I, life. I I want it removed from my brain so I can reinsert it viscerally into my brain every day of my life. Well, so I would I would do that. Well, you're are, you, are you about to read Sunshine? Like, sorry, I, uh, I forgot the name of the movie. Eternal Sun, carried. Eternal Sunshine, the Spotless Mind. That's the one. Oh man, me and Rachel watched that again recently. It's so fucking good. It's a good one. So good. But apparently, Samsung, uh, Samsung Electronics Nordic, um, which is a division of Samsung, have come up with a thing called Unspoil Me. <laughs> they basically partnered up with a famous hypnotist um, named Frederick. Presto, and there's a website and you go to it and you click on it and it's like 20 to 25 minutes of hypnosis with the Swedish voice of Frederick Presto uh, encouraging you to think about the show or movie you want to get rid of and then goes through this entire um, like self-hypnosis thing and they claim that it can help you remove it from your brain and I found this and I found it on kind of a weird website that I go to to search weird shit, but I normally I normally cross-reference to make sure that the, it's not it's not bullshit. But I found the yeah. website. It 100% exists. Multiple people have covered it. Yeah, I'm reading an article on CNET right now. Yes. Okay. I I was I was in the middle of I was in the middle of of going through the hypnosis when when you called me. I was only like 30 seconds in, but this guy's voice is pretty great. Uh is it like a just a delightful swedish man it's just a delightful telling swedish you to relax man and he's just do he's, it when you're gonna go to it he's doing the relax. thing where you're like really close to the microphone so you can like hear it's almost like okay so this is just asmr yeah, it's like asmr hypnosis you know what i'm saying okay um yeah but i want it to i want it to be real so bad i want it to work so bad i mean so i will say i i when i was hypnotized uh it seemed to be effective the, what were you hypnotized for? Was it like a like a medical type thing, or was it like for funsies? Were you at a party? 
not for funsies, which is it made me more comfortable with like hypnosis out in like the wild for like uh so it was a hypnosis like therapist okay my dad found it for me for uh, it was a she was a sports hip, hypnotherapist oh, um, get rid of those yips i had some of the yips so uh michael you know i blew out my shoulder mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when i was like 12 or 13 and i had to take a year off of baseball um and i was very good beforehand and like i was still fine after but um in the intermediate year everyone learn how to throw curveballs and i had like in my i was up in my head that like they're always gonna throw you a curveball because they know you can't hit like you didn't learn how to hit them yet um because you're pedro serrano yeah pretty much it's like reality i should sit on that fastball mm-hmm, take mm-hmm, it for a ride mm-hmm. you know no big deal but it's up in my head so my dad took me to the therapist uh do all that also did a little bit about uh, like losing weight and stuff um so Whatever, all that. First session, I thought I was under for about five minutes. Turns out I was in the chair for an hour and a half. Oh. Uh, remember every single word that she said. Um, still remember sitting in the chair and she had like this like head, like told me to play this like head movie and like really see stuff happening. She was talking me through it. I remember every single frame of that head movie, every word she said. Um, and just woke up an hour and a half later, did like two more sessions with her. I so you're a believer in hypnosis then I actually am yeah yeah and so her whole her whole thing was that you can't get hypnotized unless you want to which is why the people who get called up on stage uh at like comedy shows and stuff just the mere act of like the reason they do whatever dumb shit the person the comedian tells them to do is because the mere act of like raising your hand to like say I'll go on stage is like brain consent to do whatever dumb shit he's about to tell you to do so like they're down for it um so hypnosis yes i don't know about this but i will say i will try it yes okay so we're going to we're going to try this we're each going to try it and we're going to report back yeah do we both want to do the same scene in last Jedi, or should we diversify our our findings oh like we just get on and we're like what was even the scene we were supposed to forget i don't even remember even, anymore was it one of those lightsabers <laughs> there was a lightsaber there right a i lightsaber. think spoiler alert Okay, so here, so I'm reading this CNET article. So apparently, the the guy after he had this like hour and a half long session or whatever, uh, or half an hour session, uh, he felt very relieved and like he had he was anxious before the session started, and as soon as he came out of the trance, he was fine. And then they apparently they recommend that you go to sleep before you watch the show of choice, so to allow the hypnosis to work its magic. Which I don't think that's how it works, but. <laughs> This guy didn't write. He didn't go to sleep. He just sat down and wrote this article, and he just started remembering everything that he had been trying to repress, as well as some other details that he had forgotten. <laughs> so it made him remember more. <laughs> but that might just be because he didn't follow the rules. I feel like I feel like sometimes this happens to me, anyways, because there have been times where I sit down to watch a like, especially when I'm wa- when I binge watch a TV show, for example. Yeah, and I'll sit down to watch an episode because I think that I haven't seen it yet. And then about like 20 minutes in, I'm like, yeah, no, I've seen all this. Yeah. There's how, that. How, did I, how did it take me 20 minutes? So that's a good point. There's two things I actually. So one, this guy, uh, he sp- he wanted to rewatch Big Little Lies, um, which for that show, I would really just want to erase and then rediscover my joy of every song that Chloe, <laughs> the little girl, plays because impeccable dj taste um <laughs> i think i would actually use this for shows that i started watching and like wasted like 20 30 minutes on because mm. they were shit it just removed that from my brain 
Or like if I could watch The Ranch with Aston Kutcher <laughs> and just like feel really bad about myself and him and then just have that completely purged from my brain. <laughs> I had never heard of The Ranch until the Danny Masterson thing came up. And they were I like, barely... he's on the ranch with Ashley Kutcher. I was like, what in the huh? fuck is this? The who with the what? Yeah. Yeah. I, I only knew about it because I like, uh, I think two years ago when it came out, I just like watched a whole bunch of like Netflix original trailers because I think like <laughs> Daredevil season two was coming out. So it's like, yeah, I'll check them all out. And it looked like the worst shit I've ever seen. So it's like, oh, well, I don't need to. I don't need that in my life. Oh, shit. You know what I saw that I wish I could erase from my memory? Not because I want to see it again, because I don't want to ever have it in my brain ever again. Bright. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, I was so excited for that movie. And then, like, somehow I didn't know who, who had written it until the day before the movie came out. And then, so it's Max Landis, John Landis' son, who's apparently one of the biggest pieces of shit on the planet. And I was like, oh, okay, I don't need to see that movie ever. So... <laughs> <laughs> the night the night that we played N64, we were like laying on the couch and everyone was starting to fall asleep. And my dad was like, we should watch a movie. I was like, all right. And we came across Bright. And I was like, yep, this is perfect. So you watched Bright while on an edible with your dad? Well, my dad fell asleep. And so I well, finished sure. watching the entire movie. And I was just like, this is so much worse than anyone even made it sound. But it's so it's still bad, though, even in those dire circumstances. It's so bad. It is so bad. It, there are there is nothing redeeming about this movie. That's too bad. It's bad. It has bad dialogue. It has bad action scenes. It's just it has bad plot. It is just bad. Was Will Smith bad? In Will it? Smith is so bad in it. OK, well, that's fine. Can't be good at everything. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what do you got for me, Kush? Uh, OK, well, tell me if this. Well, I'm just going to read a headline because it's funny, and then we can go on to something else. <laughs> uh, prison inmate claims drugs found in his butt weren't his. Court doesn't buy it. I mean, you can't prove that I put them up there. Yeah. Why would I, I mean, put? Why would I put drugs up my butt? What I mean, someone else might have done it while I was sleeping. Exactly. Although Michael, possession is nine tenths of the law. And I'm pretty sure that is legally binding. So that's no takes these backs. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't All want right. to take those maxis. <laughs> well, sorry, someone's got to. Well, well, Michael, um, I know how you feel about. Actually, here's a question: How do you feel about Margaret Thatcher? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that is not what I expect you to say. Um, yeah, I actually I don't so. know anything about Margaret Thatcher. Well, would you like me to tell you something that is guaranteed to make you hate the Iron Lady? Okay. Is she she's the Iron Lady? I think so, right? Pretty sure that's that was her cool nickname. Oh yeah, didn't like uh Glenn Close play her in a movie or something? Yeah. Well guaranteed. Wasn't it called the Iron Lady? <laughs> Probably, yeah. The Iron Lady. Yep, there it is. Um Well, so here's something guaranteed to make you dislike the Iron Lady. The Iron Lady, um, and I that I guarantee the Glenn Close portrayal did not go into detail with. Um, so obviously Margaret Thatcher, Prime Minister of uh, of the UK mm-hmm. during the Reagan years, and um, newly released, newly unclassified files, Michael from the National Archives. Um, you know what Margaret Thatcher didn't like besides Russians? Hmm. Pandas. Well, she can just go fuck right the fuck off. 
Yeah. Apparently, uh, she had an opportunity <laughs> to, well, actually, now that I see this, there was a photo opportunity that Margaret Thatcher could have the opportunity to share a transatlantic Concorde flight, just a transatlantic supersonic flight to Washington with a giant panda. <laughs> and she said, no, thank you. <laughs> was it just her and the panda? And that's it? I, I believe so. Probably just her. Um, so the Smithsonian in Washington had asked the London Zoo to loan them its male panda, Chia Chia. Uh, the Smithsonian? Which had been brought- What's that? The Smithsonian? Like the museum? So the Smithsonian, they wanted it for the Washington Zoo. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, she was supposed to fly over with it, but she said no because her predecessor, Mr. Ted Heath, uh, former prime minister was eaten by a panda. I do remember that. Yes, he brought he brought the China the panda from China to the UK in 1974. So she apparently either didn't like pandas or just didn't want to seem like a Ted Heath, uh, <laughs> you know, look alike. So <laughs> I'm never turning down a chance to be in the same room as a panda. That's the thing. Like how like I know she has a stern reputation. And I can't, I can't believe that this is just a, like, she didn't want to, like, seem like she was copying her predecessor who she didn't like. She was afraid of pandas. She's afraid or just hated pandas. I think it has to be a hatred of pandas. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. So she's just like, she's a pandacist. (laughs) Okay, here's a quote. So in the official, an official letter uh, from the Smithsonian to uh, the London Zoo, Prime Minister, a bit passe, but no doubt you would not look a gift horse or even a panda in the mouth. (laughs) Thatcher replied, yes, I would. The history of pandas is unlucky. I mean, she has a point there. Pandas have not been very lucky. Well, I mean, just because they don't they don't want to get down. They do not. Well, they do not want to fuck. That's the problem. They don't want to. They don't want to fuck at all. Which I mean, to be honest with you, if I'm trapped in a, a supersonic plane with a giant bear, I will say them not wanting to fuck actually alleviates one very specific fear of mine. <laughs> See, that's not where I thought. I thought you were saying if I'm trapped in a supersonic plane, I don't want to fuck either. <laughs> if I'm trapped well, no. in a supersonic plane, just me and Margaret Thatcher, I'm not having sex either. That's a great, actually, yeah. Hey, the bear probably just like, mm, no, yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. Why does Margaret, 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 Margaret Thatcher seem to think he's so, she's so cool that a pain is going to want to have sex with her? Yeah. But my main point, Michael, is that I would be afeared that the, the bear would take a liking to me. Aww. And there's not much I could do about it. No. No, no. You, you said, yeah. Now, you're, now you're, you're, uh, you're the bear's friend. Yeah. You want to hear the tweet that uh, had me literally laughing my ass off for five straight minutes during a Christmas morning? Of course I do. And then I think it's time for some sponsored content. All right. My mom just bought our cat a Christmas stocking, even though we are Muslims and don't even celebrate Christmas? Question mark, question mark. <laughs> she was like, we don't know what religion he is. We can't force him to be a Muslim. He's a cat? <laughs> <laughs> so the mom said, we don't know what religion is. Yep. is we can't force him to be Muslim. The, the Muslim mom bought a Christmas stocking for her for their cat because they don't know what religion he is and they don't want to force him to be Muslim. That's hey, pretty progressive mom. Also, man, do cats have religions? I, I mean, I actually have to assume that they do. 
I, and I assume it's more of like a murder-based religion, just like sacrificing things to some dark god. But I, I would assume cats are pretty religious. They they probably have a holy figure. They do have nine lives after all. Oh, that's a good point. So they're more like, they're kind of like Buddhists. Mm-hmm. Like reincarnated, just, but as a cat still. Or they're all just better Jesus. I keep coming back. Sorry. What you know about me? Oh, two lives? That's fun. Where does that come from? That cats, cats have nine lives, lives thing. I don't know. That's just a weird do- thing to just be like, yeah, this animal has extra lives, but not just extra lives. I think it's nine. probably just because so many people have tried to kill cats over the years <laughs> just because like the cat was a dick. So they're just like, oh, and they just can't get him dead. And that's also apparently their ability to land on their feet. Huh. Which, you know, whatever. There's an ancient proverb, apparently, mm-hmm. that says... A cat has nine lives. For three, he plays. For three, he strays. And for the last three, he stays. I mean, I, I guess it just, that's cats have three phases of life. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're kittens. And then they're assholes who go out and kill everything around your house. And they go out to sit in the sunbeam. And then they're old and fat. Yeah. Then they're just going to soak up the sun and probably claw you every once in a while when you walk by. Some Spanish-speaking regions believe cats have seven lives, while Turkish and Arabic legends claim cats have six lives. That's weird that there's a cultural divide on... But I get again, though, if you don't know what religion the cat is, that actually that might play... Probably have to plan for some birthdays, too, if you don't know the cat's Muslim. Hmm. Hmm. I also think the, the act of buying a... At this point, buying a stocking for a cat or any pet... You're not really endowing religion upon them. There's when you get right down to it, <laughs> beyond all the keep Christ and Christmas hubbub, hubbub <laughs> like Jesus didn't have stockings out on his manger. Are you sure? Pretty, Michael. Hey, where did the wise I men saw- put all their gold, frankincense, and myrrh if it wasn't in his stocking? Hey, Michael, I remember you describing and sending me a picture, pretty detailed, of uh, the nativity. The the actual true to life nativity scene, the zombie uh, nativity scene, exactly. Um, also, the dildo one you sent me last yeah. year. Um, I didn't see a single stocking. <laughs> what in the zombie one? He had already eaten it. Clearly, why, would, Mike? Why would the zombie lord, our Christ, eat a stocking? Because unless it was on someone's foot and he had to shoot through it to eat their leg. <laughs> what would you like to say about the cat tweet, Michael? I feel like you have some thoughts. Why did it make you laugh so hard? I have no idea. I woke up, I was checking Twitter, and it was like, you, things you might have missed. And I read it, and I just could not stop laughing. And then everyone who came into the room for the rest of Christmas morning, I had to read them the tweet. How did they react to it? They were amused, but not Politely quite amused? as funny as I thought it was. <laughs> I just hate that moment where you just think something is such like soul slappingly funny and no one else really just, like the the visual in my head of <laughs> the the children, the Muslim children coming mm-hmm. coming into the room and the mom putting out a Christmas stocking and saying this is for the cat and then being like, say what now? Like, because clearly they don't celebrate. It's not like, oh, we celebrate Christmas, even though we're Muslim. We do the Christmas traditions or something like they clearly right. do not. This is implied that they do not. And she was just at the store, saw a stocking, was like, you know who really needs this? Pebbles. Pebbles the cat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's actually pretty in like very forward thinking. Like I said, progressive thinking earlier, but like one, 
you don't want to guess the cat's religion, although I guess they kind of were. But you also don't want to impose your own upon the cat. So they just, Who, bring, again, them, they we'll just live bring them lots of things. Lives. So they're like, here's your Hanukkah presents, cat, just in case here's you're your menorah. Jewish. Yeah. I mean, I mean, not to be stereotypical, but, you know, if the cat was in America, pretty good chance it celebrates Christmas, like just demographically speaking. <laughs> Don't want to, you know, risk it. And like, you know, it doesn't hurt to get it a, a stocking just in case, you know? Also, the idea that, because have you, I mean, do you know of any religious mother that would say about her ch- her own children, like, oh, we don't know what religion our child is. We can't force anything on him. Fuck That's no. A good point. Well, but then the cat, they're like, by- you know what? Maybe she learned it by fucking up her adult, like, once her kids were adults, and we're like, man, they really didn't really have a chance to become their own person and make a decision for themselves. And now I feel like they don't respect the religion that I grew up in and I believe in, and I just kind of forced upon them. And they seem to not be following the path that I set out before them. And oops, maybe it was because I really shoved it down their throats. Mom, I don't know. I'm not talking from experience. <laughs> so I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to turn over a new leaf with, with this cat. With this cat. Pebbles. Pebbles the cat. Pebbles the cat. Yeah, I mean, all things considered, maybe, like, hey, give the cat other options. Just let them know where you stand. Maybe they'll come around. I want to know what was in the the stocking. What was in the stocking? (laughs) What was in the stocking that she got the cat? Had to be catnip. Well, no, you actually, if, if I was, if I was, again, speaking as someone I don't know, if I was a Muslim mother and I, I got the cat the stocking because I wasn't sure, but I didn't really want the cat to enjoy the stocking because that would mean it was maybe Christian. <laughs> I wouldn't put catnip in it. It's like a dog turd or something. I had never seen a cat actually play with catnip before. And they go fucking oh buck wild. Oh my god. My sister got her cat this this carrot that had catnip in it and for like all of Christmas morning. It was absurd. They go nuts. I've only seen a cat on catnip like twice. It's frankly horrifying yeah no it's what they it's do. terrifying it looked like it was trying to eviscerate the the carrot it's also like it's odd to see cats who are usually so like aloof and disinterested mm-hmm. actually pay attention to one thing so intently and also try to murder it <laughs> it just it doesn't seem right that's my two cents mm-hmm. <laughs> stay off drugs cats stay or stay on it you seem more fun when you are um well michael i think it's time for Sponsored content. Well, once again, we actually have a real true-to-life product that I just can't wait for you to hear about, Michael. Ooh, okay. Um, okay. Michael, you know what my least favorite thing about water is? That it doesn't taste like soda. There's too much there's too much in it. Yeah. <laughs> there's just too much flavor in the water. There's too there's much, too much flavor. water in there. I hate that. I hate it, Michael. Yeah, I want it to taste more bland. All the processing, the fluoride. Oh. Are you kidding me? Huh. How dare well, you? Michael, here to save the day, Silicon Valley entrepreneurs with raw water. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Raw water. Michael, raw water. Raw, raw straight, water. Straight from the source. Straight, straight from the tap. And by tap, I mean spring, not the tap, because the tap is killing you and the government's controlling you. Also, it's full of, like, girl medicine. Yuck. <laughs> From what sp- Wait, what spring? How is this different than spring water? Oh, it's just spring water. But it's not been treated with anything, so it'll kill you. That sounds awful. Uh-huh. But I can sell it for $4 a gallon. Oh, God. 
So apparently, Michael, this will shock you, high-profile citizens in the Bay Area, let's call it, um, are skipping tap water in favor of drinking unfiltered, untreated, expensive, quote, raw water Mm. that comes straight out of the ground, um, (laughs) claiming that the naturally occurring minerals and microbes are beneficial to everyone who drinks it. Um, Michael, you might remember- How many of them have uh, pooped themselves? Poop themselves nonstop constantly until they die? (laughs) Unknown. (laughs) Probably at least one. Um, Michael, do you remember Juicero? Oh, yes, I do. Which we talked about. The $700 juicer that you could just squeeze the juice out of the package yourself. With your bare Mm -hmm. hands? Yes, the very same. Um, So apparently, the gentleman behind the Juicero, he... He's one of the leading investors and entrepreneurs behind this raw water movement. So he's pivoting because he was he was he was so depressed by his failure with Juicero that he decided to start living very cleanly (laughs) because juice was not clean enough. So he went to shit water. (laughs) So he went he went from like a product that literally turned juice into the most complicated process ever. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Expensive, you know what? Complicated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm going to get rid of all of the process. Yep. And I'm just going to give people this toilet water. Poop water. Um, sorry, Michael, I did misspeak when I mentioned price earlier. I said $4 a gallon. Um, I did actually. So a 2.5 gallon container costs $37 oh. and $15 per refill. So a little off. But if you want if you just want untreated groundwater, you could just go to a normal like a like just any spring or lake or just river head or just yeah, the sewer. And so part of me gets this a little bit because just go to the sewer. <laughs> um yeah, hang out with Pennywise. Mm-hmm. So I will say not a humble brag or whatever, but I will say the best water I've ever tasted uh, on my senior trip, I was very lucky and I got to go to Germany and we visited New Schwanstein Castle, which is like the Disney castle was modeled off of it. And after the tour, I did like a little hike up to the side of the mountain and there was like a stone basin that had a spring coming out into it. And it was the best tasting water I've ever had. And I didn't poop my brains out that night. So I, I get it. I bet they're not getting the water from Schweinstein Castle. No, no. From Bash and Schweinsteiger's house. <laughs> um, so I want to know what spring they're getting this water from. So they're tapping it from the aquifer or from the Crooked River in Oregon. Which, from the aquifer, maybe you're doing okay. River water, that's how one gets uh, all sorts of good parasites up in your tum-tum. But apparently, the worst part about this is not that... So there are companies that do this, like Live Water is one company, the Opal Springs Water Company. They tap it from an aquifer, and then they don't treat it, they don't do anything, they just bring it to you. Okay. Sure. But there's a movement that... uh, And so this is especially odd, given it's starting in San Francisco, because San Francisco gets its tap water from Hetch Hetchy, a reservoir in Yosemite National Park that is like pristine water right. yeah no yeah okay san fran drinking water is is fine um but so the gentleman uh who started juicero not content to buy it uh from a company he actually there used to be a spring that was on uh spring that was uncovered and he would go to take a hike to get it and fill up all sorts of jugs and stuff but then there was a uh landslide in one of the many uh, fires and earthquakes that hit California and it covered up access to the spring. So now he has to 
trek through private land under cover of darkness and then like sift through mud to get it <laughs> and he's still down for it no there's and a reason they sell those straws and bottles where you can put water in it and then it comes out clean because okay. the water in the river is not always clean it's full of giardia mm-hmm. actually <laughs> scientifically it's full of giardia um there's a reason you either have the straw or put an iodine tablet mm-hmm, in your water mm-hmm. so you don't die yeah. michael i'm gonna send you a picture of the founder of uh life water or live water sorry uh one of the the main companies selling this i want you to describe it once it once it comes through <laughs> fuck me <laughs> please describe that man and then if you would be so kind please guess his name oh so in the picture he's sitting on a log next to the ocean on a beach and he looks like Driftwood, driftwood log. Sorry, driftwood log. He looks Just like perched upon it. He kind of looks like he's going for the Brad Pitt in that one movie where he went to Tibet, where he's got like the seven years in Tibet. Yeah, he's got like the long hair and like the scraggly goatee. Except, except this Can't dude grow he, the goatee. He kind of looks like a cross between that Brad Pitt and Anthony Kiedis from under the from the uh, under the bridge, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Um, and I'm guessing his name is like. He probably goes by like Stone Swallow or something really lame. It's funny that you. So he changed his name legally. Of course he did. From Christopher Sanborn uh-huh. to Mukande Singh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to really get in touch with his his roots. His roots, yeah. Um, Mukande Singh. Um, where where is what roots are those from? You know, the, the white hippie roots. Mm, um, mm-hmm. I will say, apparently, marketing materials for uh, Live Water show him, which, again, this is a a company that sells you drinking water. <laughs> a company, a, The marketing materials show him sitting naked and cross-legged in a hot spring. Okay, yeah. To buy is, water. Th- this, is, this is where your water's coming from. My butt it's, hole. <laughs> it's coming straight out of his beehole. Oh. Okay, so here's a quote. That is one of the most buck wild things I've ever read in my entire life. So in addition to the uh, the hunting down raw water from from a spring and bringing it back to your home, there are people who have taken it to taken to setting up multi thousand dollar systems at their houses to pull water out of the air, which is OK. If you want to live off the grid, that's fine. Um, I'll say somebody was tweeting about this. They actually, one of my friends that I used to work with, um, he tweeted something along the lines of like, if you can pull drinking water out of the air, if everyone started doing that, would it make our air drier on a whole? And would it mean there was less precipitation? I mean, yeah, <laughs> if enough people did it, I, I assume it would. And also in a place that is historically not known for getting a ton of rain. Mm-mm. You're kind of being a dick about it. But here's a quote from, uh, so it's called a zero mass uh, water system. Here's a quote from someone named, uh, sorry, Battle is his last name. Skip. Oh, God. His name is Skip Battle. <laughs> that No, that pretty yeah. much describes uh, him, what he would do. Everything about yeah. this story is bad. Mr. Battle poured himself a glass. Quote, the water from the tap just doesn't taste quite as refreshing, he said. Now, is that because I saw it come off the roof and anything from the roof feels special? Maybe. From the roof. It came from his it roof. It came from the roof. 
and it feels special. But, I mean, I get to put I, it in your mouth. I get it. I get it because when you're okay, one of those survival things that they teach you, like if you're stranded on a raft, you know, like uh, cold water style, in a balloon, right? You get you get yeah. some water. You get the you get the condensation. You get you you pour it into a glass. But that's like a survival technique and not like a normal way to get water. Especially because it's... So there's two things that people are really into raw water for. Also, by the way, this is a promotion promotional yeah. content piece. We love it. We love buy it. live water. Please, please buy um, all this water. So here's another quote. The natural food industry has been in the dark ages when it comes to water. Now there's a renaissance. Um and then the movement against tap water, the like opposite. the movement against vaccines, has brought together unlikely allies from the far left and the far right, far right, including Alex Jones of Infowars, um, because uh, fluoride added to the water makes people more docile. And uh, apparently people in liberal enclaves are very, very interested in the mind controlling aspects of fluoride in your drinking water. So um, fluoride makes people more docile. Is it because... And- and it lets the CIA control your mind. Oh, uh, okay. I was say, is it because yeah. their teeth are better, so they don't need to be just gnawing at anything and everything? Yeah. Um, so, and also, apparently, they cite the fact that many uh, public drinking, like wa- drinking water systems, have lead pipes. So, rather than like using all of their money to like help fix that problem, they're just getting forty dollars water for themselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's what made the drinking water fountains in elementary school taste so good. The good lead. The good lead pipes. Man. I don't... Actually, yeah. I'll, I'll, let me retract my earlier... Let me hypnotize myself to retract my earlier statement. Drinking water from the Wellington Christian School uh, <laughs> water fountains, probably the best thing I've ever tasted in my entire life. It had all those minerals in it, I assume. So many good minerals. So in Florida, our drinking water comes from an aquifer already. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of springs and stuff. So we're just they Florida's just ahead of the game. Yeah, I mean Gainesville, Florida, natural spring capital of the world, baby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Take that to the bank. I had the best drinking water there, and now now I just get what Dasani bottles up because the same shit. Which is just tap water. I, I'm pretty sure Dasani is just Atlanta tap water. No, I so, I think yeah. I think I read somewhere that Dasani, they basically just bottle tap water, but they go through this process that like filters it like half a dozen or a dozen times just to make sure it all tastes the same no matter which tap it's coming from smart Mm -hmm. (laughs) i think my favorite uh favorite drinking water thing was from a couple years ago where uh fiji ran a marketing campaign that was like uh uh something they made fun of like cleveland's like tap water it was like at least it's not cleveland tap water some shit like that uh and so cleveland the city of cleveland ran uh like tests on fiji water and cleveland tap water and fiji had like nine times more arsenic than (laughs) cleveland's tap water did it's like yeah eat shit (laughs) i i feel yeah i mean i feel bad every time i drink bottled water especially in chicago because chicago has like really good tap water which is weird because the river is full of poop and you can't touch it or you die exactly i will not rachel wants a kayak in it all the time and i'm really afraid of getting all that poop water on me but they do a great job will. of cleaning it up or they just take it from the lake where it's clean no i'm assuming it's poop water yeah probably it's oh, quicker good for, i mean hey good for <laughs> two ads raw water don't drink it and chicago's tap water they're doing a good job getting the poop out <laughs> they get they get a majority of the poop out i assume 
And the thing is, though, the stuff they don't, Michael, you said it, those minerals are what make it mm-hmm, taste good. Mm-hmm. So it keeps you a I, strong, healthy boy. I mean, it's like, you know, you know, when you have a, a, a kid, you don't want to hide them from the germs. You need to get them, you know, you need to work up that immune system. You got to test yourself every once in a while with that Chicago tap water. Did I, did I ever tell you about the time that Rachel made me go kayaking on the Chicago River? No, I, I actually thought you had always and would always, like, refute that offer. Uh, I did, except that we went, like, pretty far north in the Chicago River. Um, and, and you get on, it's at a boathouse where they do, like, like crew races and training and stuff. And you get a kayak okay. and you go further north. So you're, like, not near the city part of the river. And so I thought it would be okay. Um First thing, first thing that happens when we get in these boats is the guy, one of the guys we we're with. The river ignited on fire. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not Cleveland. <laughs> the guy flipped over into the water immediately, no. and I was and like, he died, "Well, right? you're dead." So I, he wasn't a friend of mine. I, I have not seen him since, so I assume he died. Um, like since the moment he went in the water, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just didn't come up. That's fine. And then about. 25 30 minutes into the kayak uh i saw a dead animal just floating face down in the river just a dead furry and i assume it was like a mongoose or something and i was like yeah no this is why i don't go near the chicago river yeah no it sounds bad i went home and showered for like four hours i mean the thing i've never kayaked without getting like a good Mm -hmm. bit of water Mm -hmm. on myself Mm -hmm. and mostly on my like my important sexual stuff you know (laughs) Like the stuff I don't want poop water on. <laughs> well, I mean, I was trying to figure out what was worse, getting Chicago poop water on you while kayaking or the time we went kayaking in Costa Rica and Rachel was too busy looking at animals and directed us directly into a tree that exploded into a million spiders all over our boat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for me, they'll take the poop water yeah, right? and stop. Mm-hmm. Because I'll be honest with you, if a million spiders <laughs> imploded all over my boat i'd be in the water anyway and in costa rica it's probably i mean there's the little fish that pees that swims up into your your pee hole there's the alligators probably no thanks (laughs) i spent i spent like probably a good two hours reading about those those fish that swim up your pee hole to see if it's real and nobody could tell me that it wasn't real but they claim that it was very unlikely that it was real I've seen enough information out there and I've read enough choose your own adventure books to like, I'm not going to pee in any body of water. I probably won't pee in, in South or Central America. That's just, just don't just hold it in until you go home. Either that, or I think I have described the, uh, the gator tornado on this (laughs) this, uh, show. Yeah. I'll just spin in a circle as fast as I can. So this, the fish can't find its way up there. And woe, woe be to anyone who's around me. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, Michael, that'll do it for us on sponsored content. <laughs> what else do you have for me, buddy? Yeah, I have a uh, little fun FML for us. Okay. Today, I was arrested for kidnapping a child. My child. Do you know how hard it is as a white man to convince a police officer that a Mexican toddler screaming, stranger danger, is yours? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll say, like, kids are the fucking as- worst, man. Yeah, I, I've, like, thought about taking my nephew to the park <laughs> before, like, just without his parents. And, like, I've always just shut it down because I'm, like, I don't, like I just feel weird as, like, a, a single dude just being at a playground, even with my nephew. Um, but that just really reminds me of a story 
about my brother <laughs> when my brother was about eight years old. Um, I think I might have told, like, I might have mentioned this uh, when I was a kid. There was this deli in town that my dad would take us to after school, and it was always full of like construction workers. Uh, and it was like this convenience store slash deli and he would take us there and we would just like get a treat and like he would let us get a drink uh, like you know soda or something and or like an ice cream or something whatever so one day I was there with my dad and my brother and <laughs> and I was pretty young and Jay my brother was just taking forever to pick out a drink and he was like going back and forth from like every every cooler there so my dad was waiting at the register just like Jay Hurry up, pick a drink, and get over here. And my brother, who's just a little, like, at the time, he's still a ginger, but, like, very small, skinny ginger kid, <laughs> turns around, slams himself against the glass, and starts, like, sliding down it. And and just bear in mind that my dad is surrounded by, like, everyone he works with. My brother just slides down the glass and just says, Don't beat me again, Daddy. <laughs> What do you do as a parent in that situation? Like, you can't go over and grab him, right? My dad did exactly that. Grabbed him as gently as possible and handed him a soda of his my dad's choosing. And then exited as quickly as we could. <laughs> while all the construction workers around him just stared daggers at him. Oh. And I must say, my dad has never, never beat us other than officially sanctioned spanking. <laughs> <laughs> or or outsourcing spankings to my my elementary school principal. Exactly. Well, that's because you wore too many clothes. You cheated. I, you tried I, I to cheat really the... interrupted his his groove. <laughs> yeah, but that's one of those like apocryphal Cushing stories that is just like it makes me laugh every time. I hope if I ever do have a child, they don't realize how much power they they wield in it's in public settings. Power. Like you can send me to jail, and you don't even like I fully fully remember threatening my mom being like if you're not nicer to me i'm gonna call the department of child services or whatever and she was just like fucking do it <laughs> but in her head she must have been like man i really hope that doesn't happen he's that's gonna ruin my day <laughs> it's gonna be really difficult but you know what the first his first night in the foster home he'll change his tune yeah Oh, I have to do chores here, too, and you don't feed me Burger King twice a day? Well, this actually sucks. I'll go back home. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Man, you Cushings were a handful, huh? I mean, there were four of us. And yeah, we were real pieces of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Michael, you want a a real quick shower thought before we close out the show? Uh, Yes, please. Okay. If the devil is so evil... Why do we always hear about him holding up his end of the bargain when people make deals with him? Hashtag shower thoughts. That's a good point. Because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, you get to have my... Also, why does... If the devil's so powerful, why does he mm-hmm. have to... He have to make deals. Why does he have to make deals for your soul? Couldn't he just steal it from you? Well, I think that's the whole thing, Michael. You have to be You have to be a willing... I think that's the game for him. I don't think... I think he wants to make you fall like he did. Yeah, there's no sport in stealing. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, every once in a while, you think you'd be like, you know what? Soul looks pretty good. Man, it's tough. It's a Monday. I'm just call deals? No, can't deal today. I'll just take that soul. It's a tasty one. Yeah, I mean, like, he gets your soul or you get a golden fiddle. Also, Jesus is the one that comes like a thief in the night for round two. 
It's a good point. You know, Jesus doesn't make any what? cool deals. Yeah. He's just like, oh, you have to do all this stuff and maybe you get something cool. We were not even going to tell you how the scorecard is until you get to the gates. Also, hey, camels, needles, shove one through it. You can't. Or I'll take this cool deal. I'll be a cool jazz musician forever. Also, you no, can't. No, no, no. You're not allowed to have any cool stuff the entire time. Cool stuff. Yeah. So all of your treasures are in heaven, even that you might not get into, and you won't know until the end. Yeah, Psh. it's a pretty rough deal, Michael. I think that's why they call it faith. Mm. All things considered, I think that's why they Michael, call it the blues. That's why they call it. Well, Michael, this episode gave me the blues. <laughs> Because it, it's been so long since I talked to you. Then it's wait no I blew it other way the, around. It's, it gave, it gave, I had the blues. It gave, you had and blue the, balls because it had been so long. I had blue balls and then I I saw your sweet face and I've been sitting in messy pants. For <laughs> <laughs> I was fine. I was fine until I saw a stone claw, uh, Hammerschmidt here with his hair flowing in the. In the breeze. Margaret Thatcher? <laughs> until you, well, Michael, until I heard about pandas. Until I heard about pandas and then boop. Well, Michael, it's been lovely talking with you once again. Welcome to 2018. And everyone, welcome back to Trending Low Places. Thank you for joining us. And uh, if you like this show, you can find out more information at goodbuddymedia.com. Um, it is actually my New Year's resolution, Michael, which we didn't talk about. Oh, yeah, we didn't. We but didn't I'm going to write a blog post for every episode you can take it to the bank unless I don't do it this week. And then, hey, I really beefed it pretty badly. But you can find out more information there at goodbuddymedia.com. You can also find out more information on our sister show, uh, The Longest Days of Our Lives, which will be coming back this week, uh, where we break down every single episode of the hit show 24 with our friend Curtis. We are just about a third of the way through season two, uh, and we'll be moving on from there. So that'll be coming back weekly starting uh, this week. And uh, also, if you want to get in touch with us, we read every message. Sometimes it takes us a little longer than we like, but we read every message we get uh, and we try to respond. So if you have a thought about this show or the longest days of our lives, hit us up at goodbuddymedia at gmail.com and we will get back to you. If you'd like to have a message read on the show during sponsored content, just send us send it to us there and we will read it on air so michael how else can people help us out Yeah, you can find us on all of your social medias at t-i-l-p cast um and you can also find us on all of your favorite podcast apps um and the best way to help us out is to please give us a rating and uh maybe even a review if you have some time um that is how we kind of get put on on some of the cool lists um of like best best new podcast although i guess we're not that new anymore um we can game the algorithm we can get it we can still get it um we have a whole year to become a best of 2018 podcast so also please uh you know retweet and share our posts um because if you like us there's a chance that your friends would like us because if your friends probably like the same things you do because that's why you're friends with each other Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. I think that's it. I'm trying to think of what my... I didn't come up with a resolution. I mean, mine was pretty easy because I was bad at it the whole time. Mm -hmm. Like, I had one job and I didn't do it. So, I'll I'll do the job. (laughs) I'll do the one job. So, Michael, why don't we come back to you next week with a a good resolution? I'll I'll think out of another one, too. Just one that, like, I I should have been doing anyway. (laughs) You want a, a real quick final shower thought? Yes. Okay. This comes from Snow Pollux on Twitter. 
Everyone asks if water is wet, but no one asks what color water is. Hashtag shower thoughts. But what? But what color is it? It's blue-ish. Or green. Or clear. I guess it's kind of clearish. Prism colored? Depends on what state it's in, I suppose. I suppose? Well, Michael, that's going to do it for us this week on Trends in Low Places. Thank you so much for joining me. Love you, buddy. Love you, too. Toodles. Toodles.